Blog Talk Radio. Okay, here we are, Lisa. I'm so glad and uh, um, welcome, uh, both of us. And I know we've got Natalie coming on in a second, so or in a couple minutes. But um, uh, what are we going to talk about tonight? Because we're bringing Natalie on. I think she is a perfect candidate to talk about this, don't you? And share what she's learning because she's been on before. So she's got some new stuff she's learned, some eye-opening, awakening stuff too as well. But what's our show going to be about today? It's a good one, by the way. You know what? Our shows are always good, Tree, but I'm a little partial. <laughs> um, <laughs> there you go. I, yes. So I'm so glad that Natalie's going to be with us again. I think that this young lady has a lot to offer um, for herself and for others that might be going through the same situation she is. But our focus today is trust. And I know that we've talked yeah. about uh, the book I've read by Joyce Meyer called Unshakable Trust. It's absolutely mind-blowing. It is life-changing. It's life-altering. I can't stress enough how much it has impacted my life. So hopefully with Natalie being on the show, we can talk about trust and how we can help her move forward in life. Yes, trust is always a good one. And and, uh, so she's actually, she's on. Natalie, can you hear us? Hi, can you hear me? I can. We're glad yep. you're here. You know, you remember Lisa. You. So, hi, yeah. hi and Lisa. You. Well, we're all three here. Let's see, Lisa and I are blonde, so we've got two blondes and a brunette. <laughs> Funny. Okay. So, <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, so we're here, all of us together. And uh, Natalie, you know, you were had just really started uh, living on your own uh, last time we talked a couple of months ago, I guess, right? And you've been doing yeah. it. I know you've been, I know you've been separated for, you know, for how many months? But he moved out um, and you came on the show. He moved out in August, but we were separated starting in May. It was just him living in the house May through August. Okay. But officially, I guess and it's and he moved out. He's living. Uh, he's living. Uh, he's living on his own. And um, what are some things that you've learned? Because, and I'm gonna share this with Lisa. Lisa, she told me last night. She goes, "I saw it for the first time. Great." And uh, I thought that was pretty cool. You know. So, um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So in, yeah. I slept yeah. great last night. I mean, I'm not. I don't have ups and downs, but. I did the Christmas tree in my house. My daughter and I, I've always been very codependent on my husband in every way. Um, that's part of why I used to call him so many times a day because I really wouldn't move without asking for his opinion or, you know, asking, not asking for permission, but I would just always run things by him. So I picked up the Christmas tree with my daughter this weekend and it, it felt so empowering. I went with my four-year-old daughter, got in the car. We got a humongous Christmas tree, and I took it step by step. I said, okay, they're going to, Home Depot is going to put the tree on my car, and I'll figure out how I'm going to get this tree in the house when I get home. I had about five minutes to figure that out. Then I got home between me and my four-year-old daughter, brought down the tree. I carried it. She literally helped me put the Christmas tree in the base. And when I was done with all that and I saw the Christmas tree standing up, I said, I could do this. 
I didn't need to. Yeah. I didn't need his help. I can do this and so much more. So I've been challenging myself every day to do something I really normally wouldn't do alone. Um, like put the the Christmas the Christmas lights on the tree because he's tall. He always used to help with that. So I felt good. I I didn't feel sad that I was doing this process alone for the first time ever ever. I felt very content and happy and at peace that, you know, the Christmas tree was pretty much just signifying the rest of my life. Like, I can do this alone. Okay. Well, Natalie, I just want to say, number one, I am so happy for you. I, I wish I could give you a hug right now, honestly, because oh, thank you. <laughs> just hearing you say... I can hear it in your voice, and but to hear you say the empowerment that you felt with a Christmas tree and putting it up with your four-year-old daughter, you know, this is just step one of what you've got yeah. ahead of you. And, you know, none of us are living in your shoes. We don't know exactly everything you've been through. We can only, you know, imagine what you've been through. I just want to say right. for you to take this step and do this on your own totally says to you that there's a whole world out there that you can explore on your own. Yeah. With your daughter or with your daughter. I mean, I I am just I got chills listening to you just explain that to us. So that's amazing. I I am just so happy for you. It's taking us a little longer. We brought down the Christmas tree, left it there, standing. Then yesterday we did the lights, and it was so much fun. We did all the lights, listened to Christmas music, had a great time. And I have to make things extra fun for her so she doesn't realize, you know, that her dad's not around. So I mm-hmm. I try to do things extra fun. I ordered pizza, and we did the lights. And today we're supposed to put the balls on the tree. It's been a three-day production. But I I slept good yesterday. And as a matter of fact, as I was doing all that, my husband texted me, you know, a bunch of stuff like, how's the baby? How are you? How's this? And I guess because I haven't been putting so much attention with my mind on this issue, like I let go for even if it's just for a couple hours, I, I guess the universe literally slapped him and said, you know, she's good without you, and he reached out. And I didn't you know answer what? him. Don't, don't, Natalie, don't give him that much credit. I'm going to say yeah. you, you have made your mind up, and you got that peace, and you found that comfort. This is all about yeah. you. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not yeah. discounting whatever he's going through, but don't discount what you have done to get where you are right now. No, absolutely not. And there's there's another thing that I also thought of. I was watching a movie yesterday, and the line that this woman said in the movie hit me like a ton of bricks. She was this millionaire, and she had her father working for her, who was also a millionaire, and then she fired her father. And he said, why are you firing me? And they they were getting along, and and she said, um, "You are like a crutch to me. I depend mm. so much on 
do and your decision making and I want to make you so proud that I question my own judgment. So I can't have you wow. in my business. Wow. So wow. I said like wow. Yes, right then and there it hit me. I was like, Oh my gosh, that's me. Like I depend so much on on his you know, how he feels, like, am I doing things how he likes it? Or I depended so much on hearing, you know, applauses from him that I lost my own judgment. And having him away kind of made me see my own judgment again. Oh, my gosh. I I am just beyond happy for you. That's wonderful. Thank you. She's had some real real epiphany. Yeah. I, I have a couple of questions for you. So, you're sounding amazing and wonderful, and I also know you've had some low times, low days, right? And um, yeah. you, this morning when you and I were talking, you said, I don't trust him. You told me that six times, okay? So, and he called you, and he was uh, annoyed at you because you put the tree up with Sophie, and, uh, and he, he, didn't, he didn't like that, right? Because uh, he, he wanted to help yeah. do it. Is that yeah. true? Yeah. Um, he did. He saw the tree. He, he Four hours later, he's like, hello, hello, are you guys okay? And I said, hey, just like nonchalantly, hey, sorry, yeah, I was putting the Christmas lights up with the baby. And he said, what What the hell? You got the Christmas tree? And through text, he's like, I wanted to do that. I wanted with, to go with you guys to mm. get the Christmas tree. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I didn't have so many things that I could say. And I didn't. I said, you know what? It's not even worth my aggravation because I wanted exactly. to tell him, you could have been here to do the Christmas tree, but you left. And I could have said, right. you know, we're not going to wait for you to put up a, a Christmas tree. We're not going to wait for you for anything. But I just Good looked at you. it and I kind of felt, I kind of felt like a little pity. I was like, and I, I've always known that the second I felt pity for him, one of my dear friends, Pablo, once so many years ago, there's going to be a day where you're going to look at him and feel bad. And I guess I'm getting closer to that day because he wanted to put the Christmas tree up with his daughter, and he couldn't. And I'm mm-hmm. not going to slow down just for the things he wants to do. Good for you. Oh, my gosh. I'm clapping. I'm clapping. Good for you, Natalie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, Natalie, Thank I have a question you. for you. Um, you're not, you don't trust him. And why don't you trust him? He's not about I don't another trust person. Okay. No, up to now, I've never caught him with anybody else. Um, I have looked. Things have seemed a little suspicious. But I've never caught him with anybody else. But I can't trust anything he says. From the slightest thing of him telling you, I'll be home in 10 minutes, 10 minutes turns into three hours, to... He's been telling me that for a while, ever since he's left, he said he was going to leave for one month just so that we can, you know, be apart, try to fix the situation from the outside, and come back together. That was, like, the original intention. So when he left, he kept telling me, I'll be back September. September turned into no. Um, September came and went. And then he said, I'll be back in October. I'll be back in November. And I can't even trust when he originally told me when he's going to come back. And he, everything he says just doesn't end up being the truth. True. Right. So he, he lies about and, time. 
and lines like he has a problem lying. I think that he's he's created a problem lying. Like I can ask him, what did you have for lunch, and he'll tell me McDonald's, but he really had Burger King. It's just it's just odd that he just and he doesn't call it lying. He calls it omitting the truth. That's what he says. That's lying. That's lying to me. Yeah. So what is? Are you going to give him time to? What is? What is your game plan here? He's he's. You don't trust him. You're learning to be independent. Um, you're making decisions yourself. And how is it affecting your daughter? And what have you decided to do, or have you made a decision? Uh, it affects her the most when he does come around to hang out with her. She'll beg him not to leave. Or the second Aww. he walks into the door. Yes. The second he walks into the door, she's already saying, but you're not going to leave later, right? You're not going to wait for me to fall asleep and leave. And then Yeah. So I've been trying to drill in her, you know, don't go to sleep scared because she got a period where she would go to sleep scared thinking that he was going to leave and I was going to leave. Like she was just insecure and scared. So she would go to sleep holding on to my arm super tight. And it broke my heart. So I yeah, I told him one time, I was like, look, your presence is doing more damage than good. Because for a while, he didn't see her for like a month. And she kind of forgot about him. And then he started showing up again, and she was all over the place. So I tell her, it, it does affect her when she sees him. And she, like, tells him, give mommy a hug. Now give me a hug. Are we going to eat like a family? And you, you can tell she misses that. Mm-hmm. And she's only four. And my wow. game plan is, yes, I mean, unless God himself comes down from the heavens and shows me a different path, I'm filing for divorce in January. I don't want to be in the middle of that battle now for Christmas and not be there completely for my daughter and trying to make it a magical Christmas with her while battling with attorneys and fighting with him. So, I, um, I, but, I agree. I agree with that, too, as well. Yeah. So, Natalie, I know that he has went to a different country, didn't really tell you, told, told you he was going for a week, and he was actually gone two weeks. And how did you handle yeah. that? Oh, my so, goodness. He he said a friend of his mother passed away from COVID, and they were going to go, you know, spread the ashes in the country where she was from. And at the when he told me, hey, I'm at the house, I'm looking for my passport. I already got chills and I have stomach ache and got very nauseous. I'm like, where are you going now? And he said, no, I'm going over here to spread the ashes. He originally said he wasn't going. One week before the trip to another country, one week he said, no, I don't know if I'm going yet, but I already know him so well, I knew that meant he was going. So then the day before the trip, he comes by to see the baby to tell me he's leaving on the trip, but just for one week. Of course, I can't believe anything this man says. So a week passed. He didn't call his daughter. He didn't call me. And he texted me about a week into the trip and said, "Um, this place is such a magical place. Um, I can't wait to see Sophie. I'm going to I'm going to be back next week. And I said, what do you mean next week? You said you were going for a week. Oh, but I decided to extend my stay. 
So it's things like that. I cannot trust what the guy says, anything the guy says. I stayed completely calm. I stayed completely calm. I did not text him. I did not call him. Not because I didn't want to, but a part of, like, the biggest part of me was I didn't want to put myself through that anxiety and get the stomach aches and him not answer. So what what, what was the point of calling to begin with? But I stayed absolutely calm for two weeks without knowing anything of what where he was or who he was with. I still haven't seen the pictures. I still don't know where he was. Well, Natalie, what I, what I what I want to interject here is a couple things. Number one, I and I'm not saying this to give him any kind of credit. Don't get me wrong when I say it, but I think that there's a part of him that's feeling guilty. Because if he didn't feel guilty, he would never have contacted you. So, number one, he's feeling guilty to reach out to you in those circumstances. But number two, I I cannot say enough that you deserve to be happy. And the fact that you have found peace and comfort and you're able to let this go is amazing. I mean, I, I don't know near everything that you've been through. But to say that you can go to sleep and have peace and comfort is a huge move in the right direction for you. And I again I don't want to discount what I don't want to discount what you and your husband or, you know, um, partner have had, you know, for X number of years because I know from what you've shared thus far, you know, you've gone into this like a million percent. I I oh, just yeah. I really I really want to just reinforce to you that there's guilt on his side. There's also I hope there comfort is. and peace. There's comfort and peace on your side. And the fact that you have been able to move forward and I'll say this Lucy, without him is bothering him to like to nobody's business. I mean he is having a hard that. time because because you're not there constantly looking to him or asking him. You're like, you know what? I'm done. I'm doing this on my own. I'm looking at my daughter. I've got my daughter and myself to think about. And whatever you end up doing, that's your business. You will you will be her father. I'm not going to deny that. But you, you, oh my gosh, Natalie, I, I seriously, I, I cannot say enough. How happy I am to hear you say what you have done since the last time we talked. It's just, I can hear it in your voice. I can totally hear the happiness and the peace and the contentment that you have found. So, again, kudos to you, Natalie. I just want to say that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) It's been hard. I mean, it's been great. I get some doubt sometimes because I want him to regret what he's done, you know, and his mother and I were talking yesterday and his mother's like, I don't recognize this guy. He's treating you like if, mm-hmm. you know, you've been horrible. And if he caught you cheating with like seven different men, like he's treating you like unheard of. And I said, yeah, I mean, but you know what? There's a God and that's going to be him on his conscience because sooner or later, that's right. He's going to feel what he's done. Exactly. And, you know, I I know that I've talked to Therese several times about, you know, my own personal situation. And, Natalie, what you and I have to continue to remind ourselves is the fact that 
it's not what we decide happens to these people in our lives that have hurt us. It's up to God and the angels. And this, this is where the trust comes into play. We have to trust that when it's their time, that they have to face what they've done. This isn't anything that we have to face what we've done. Not that we're perfect right. human beings. We're not perfect human beings. But what your husband is doing and what, you know, I've been through, and I know, you know, Therese had her own unfortunate situation. It's, it's not up to us what happened. So the fact that you have been able to let that go to this, at this point and to this far is huge kudos to you. I hope and pray for you, Natalie, and your daughter that you are going to continue this path through this life journey that brings you this same peace and contentment for the rest of your life because you certainly deserve to have that. Thank you so much. I hope that, yeah, this is like a new beginning. Um, Even financially, I haven't had to do it with the baby by myself, but he has it. He hasn't helped pay the mortgage. He hasn't given me a penny. He hasn't done anything. So I have figured it out on my own, and I feel proud of that. I feel yeah, very proud. Should. So Natalie, and I'm sure that doesn't make question. him feel good. No, yeah. I know it doesn't. But and here's a question for you. So, um, you're if he doesn't, you've already made up your mind to file for paperwork and. And how long are file for divorce or started? Um, how did you feel he's going to react? Do you think he's going to shut you out? Do you think he's going to try to connect? What's your thoughts on that? I don't know. I, I don't best? think so. I think he's okay. going to be okay with it. I think he's going to say, okay, great, she filed, I didn't. And where it will get tricky is when, you know, custody, child support, who keeps the house, He'll fight hard for that. And that's why I don't want to do this in this time of the year mm-hmm. because okay. my energy will go into fighting with my daughter's dad instead of making her have a magical Christmas. Right. She's four years old. I know. So that's true, too, as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and then the other thing is, is how are you, so he, you don't trust him. You've told me that six times. Are you still really angry at him? How did you get over the anger? Because I know you're not as angry, but I know that it's still there. And did it keep you up at night? How did you How did you work through that? I don't know. I, I prayed a lot, and I have, like, a sense of peace, I guess, like, a sense of security that I'm going to be okay. I don't know. It is a scary time ahead. I keep telling T it's like looking at a Category 5 hurricane come at you. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's not right. going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. I will probably you know, have my share, my fair days of crying every night, but I will get over that too. I've made it this far. And I just, I don't know. It's all my daughter and making sure she stays calm. I've wanted to talk to him completely unnormal and that him and I have not been able to speak. We haven't spoken. We speak, but we haven't spoken of this situation. He feels that he can't talk to me, and I feel I can't talk to him. So there has just haven't, hasn't been any talking. It's very well, sad, they you know, coming from the relationship we had. 
I'm sorry? Right. They you haven't know, talked at all. I, I, they haven't, you I, haven't talked at all? Well, they have no nice, nice things. You know, hi, how are you? Natalie always says that he comes and gets his family fixed once a week, and then he can go on and mm. wait a – how do you say that, Natalie? How do you put that yeah, in Yeah, he, he fulfills his family need once a week, and then he goes on his way. When he starts missing the baby a week later, he'll call and want to take us to dinner, and he's fine having a quarter – I'm not even going to say part-time because part-time is half. He's fine having, like, one-fourth of a family. So, this is where you, so, Natalie, this is where you have to create some boundaries. And only yeah, you can determine, right. you know, where he comes into this life. Because he's the one that's made the choice to not be a part of this family on a full-time basis. So, right. you have to decide what the boundaries are. Is he, quote, allowed to see your daughter and to see you once a week? Is he allowed to see you once a month? Like, until the courts decide, which is an unfortunate situation, but until the courts decide what the, the legal um, visitations are, it's up to you at this point. And the fact that you have been so empowered through all of this and to see where you are now compared to where you were before, I just say, you go, girl. I mean, you, you run this thing, and you make it, and you do what you want. I mean, seriously. Thank you. Thank right. you. Yeah, so, I know um, he's going to have some. Sorry? Go ahead. Uh, no, go please. You know he's going to have some what? No, um, he's going to have a hard time when the courts do decide to say, okay, you're going to have her two days a week, mandatory, because he doesn't ever pick her up and take her anywhere. I I can't go out. Mm-hmm. I can't make plans. If I do make plans and I ask him to babysit, he'll show up. And when I turn around, go to the bathroom to finish my makeup, he's left already just to oh, try wow. to leave me without a babysitter. So, yeah, he has a very good. He hasn't had to, you know, be a father, and he hasn't had to do anything. So let me ask you this. I'm sure you've documented all of these situations. So when the time comes for you to file for divorce, you're going to have, like, the backup that you need to prove where he has been reluctant to fulfill his responsibilities as a father to your daughter. Right. You know, I haven't documented too much, but I need to. Well, all I'm saying is, is for you to move forward with the divorce. And again, right. it depends on what, what you're willing to accept as far as visitation. But if he's not taking the responsibility that he needs to as your daughter's father for the time that you're in right now, you know, who's to say what he's going to do once the divorce is done, you know? Exactly. And, and I'm just looking exactly. I'm just looking I'm just looking out for you and I'm looking out for your daughter and you know I'm not saying that things are going to be bad but just protect yourself and again it comes back to trust we have to trust God and our angels to guide us which I know that you're getting that guidance especially through Tori you know to guide you where you need to be and the decisions you need to make 
for the safety and the welfare of you and your daughter. Thank you. I want to interject this. She is. Um, she knows what when he's paid and what he's paid for. She's had. She's put that on the card that uh, that you know. And she has been paying mostly ninety percent of everything. I think, if I got that pretty, mm-hmm. pretty close to that right. Yeah. So yeah, she's been paying for about ninety percent. And then um, he is. Uh, he left for two weeks and didn't think anything. Just left. So, you know, she's, she's got yeah. that covered, too, as well. So things, and I've written things down just because she's, she's Natalie and I'm working with her. Um, but, Natalie, would you, do you want to date and meet somebody again and, and settle down and get, oh, yeah. and get married and have, yeah. okay? All right. Yeah, that's Can kind you of see yourself? also keeping me going. Really? Thinking yeah. of being okay. happy and being in a, in a normal, healthy relationship where, you know, for you can you. talk, and that's kept me going. Like, I, I'm looking forward to that. Good yeah. for you. There and you, you know what? I'm not going I, – I, I can't stress enough that I – when you find this person, this person should have the same, like, standard of the values and spirituality that you have because it really does help yeah. in the relationship and the support and the mental support, not just the physical or financial, but the mental and spiritual support that you get is going to make a huge difference for you as well as your daughter. That's true. Right. I agree right. with you on that. So you got you got a lot to look forward to, Natalie, in a new beginning. <laughs> so 2022. Thank you. Yeah. So thank I'm you for excited. being on the show again. We wanted to have you on and, and so you could talk about your growth and what you've experienced. And uh, so sometimes when it was hard to put one foot in, foot in front of the other, you just prayed and spent time with yourself and your daughter, and uh, you figure, you're figuring it out, right? Yes. Okay. Spent time with my yeah. daughter, my family, and one day at a time. Yeah, that's good. I love that. So one day at a time. It's always better when you do that. So anyway, thank you for being a guest here. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank we you. at least thank we, yeah, yeah. So we'll have you on again when you take a, another step. So anyway, yeah, um, thank you, Oh, you're Natalie. You're welcome. I'm just so glad that the three of us can get together and have this conversation because I know that your experience and all of our experiences are helping somebody else. And you, my dear, have come such a long way from the last time we spoke. Again, I just want to applaud you for what you have done. Seriously, to make yourself feel so empowered. Yay. Yay, Natalie. Natalie. (laughs) Team Natalie. Team Natalie. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Anyway. Natalie, I'll catch up with you later. Lisa, I'll give you a call back. And you guys have a wonderful evening. And anybody that's listening now or later, we appreciate you more than you know. Take care, everybody. Bye now. Thank you. Blessings. Bye-bye.